7 The Capstone. I'm Mark Mayfield, and with me is my fearless co-host, uh, Meredith Cummings. And Meredith, Andrew, our third co-host, is uh, not with us today. He's taking a bye week along with Bama. Andrew went to Vegas, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's I the rumor that. that I'm going to start spreading right now, that Andrew just hopped on our special magic jet and decided to take a trip to Vegas, yeah. uh, see what all the hoopla was about just for himself. <laughs> and Andrew knows well, if you don't show up on the show, then we talk about you. you oh, know? absolutely. But, uh, but but hey, he did uh, he did bail out gracefully. He had something going on over at the uh, Student Rec Center where he works, and uh, so uh, that's. Uh, but you and I, uh, we're in here for the bye week. For yes, Bama. I know. I don't love bye weeks for obvious reasons. You know, I like to get excited about the the game, but it does give us a chance to you know sit back and um, watch the other teams and really analyze them, and also the students obviously a chance to go home maybe and have a have a breather, do some other social social things. There's a lot going on in town this weekend in Tuscaloosa, however, um, and probably because it's a bye week, you know. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably designed to keep students here, you know, because yeah. um, they all rush home, I guess, on bye weeks. Uh, well, those who can get home, a lot of them live a long way. Away. They do, uh, yeah. Which is another thing. You know, we had the mayor on here a few weeks ago, and we talked about the airport, and I'm still waiting on that, uh, <laughs> getting that airport renovated and getting some commercial airlines in here, and uh, and he's working on it, he told us. Yeah, that'll be exciting, because it's, um, <clears throat> I feel like, and I love Tuscaloosa, but when I walk into the airport, in my head, there's always music playing, old school elevator music, <laughs> you know, like, dun, 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 yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. It's just one of those atmospheres, but... Um, I am excited about some of these games, um, and I'm still reeling from some of the games last week. <laughs> last week that we saw, clearly I need to stop picking Kentucky. I'll just say that right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I finally <laughs> dropped him, but uh, <laughs> you you did. Know, but I made a couple other crazy picks that didn't pan out. So. And we can, I'm sure, revisit those later. I'm super, super excited about the guest that we have today. I cannot yes. get over who we have yeah, in the studio today. Yeah, Marie Fikes Carastro, who was the oldest living quarterback for Alabama. A woman quarterback, and uh, she played in the 1940s on a women's football team here at UA. And I bet most people don't know we had a women's football team here. Yeah. And, just, uh, and the photos that uh, we have some of them in the studio with us today, the photos are fantastic from those games. It's incredible. And she did it in heels. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't wear, <laughs> they didn't wear heels on the field. But um, i got to say that that uh, the pictures that I see, and I'm, I'm interested to ask her about this too, were not, you know, there was no padding. There was, there was a, no. it was a little bit frightening to think about how, how tackling was with that yeah. sort of situation. And they played their games in. Denny Stadium wasn't bright Denny then and uh, drew pretty good crowds I think and um, you know I wish we still had the team going you I know. know how cool would that be it was you pretty... and Isabel could play y'all right. should be on this oh, team you would not want that to happen yeah, well, <laughs> but I... it would be a nice way to take out my aggression every Saturday I could see that like all of my anger from the week just put it in, you know put it into the football yeah it was pre Bryant Denny and it was pre Bryant Denny Saban as I always say right, right. <laughs> gotta make room on the sign guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, I got a feeling that uh, that name's gonna uh, uh, that's going to change one of these days. I think so. Uh, yeah. Well, She's we got a statue out there already, but uh, the name on the stadium, you know, that's probably coming at some point. I would like to see uh, something for Marie somewhere, uh, maybe at the Bryant Museum you mentioned. Yes. Uh, would be a nice place to see something for her. I think it'd be great. I was sort of uh, joking with Marie's uh, niece, Kay, who's also going to be here with us here in a while. Uh 
that, uh, you know, they have an exhibit over there uh, to Ears Whitworth, who is the worst football coach in the history of <laughs> Alabama football. No Our knock ears. at him personally. He was a Bama player when uh, – you know, he was in school, and uh, he actually played in the Rose Bowl. I think kicked a field goal in one of the Rose Bowls. Uh, so, you know, he's got good history, but in terms of his coaching, I think he won four games in three years. Four years, although he wasn't the only bad Bama player coach. We'll just leave it at no, that. this we'll is true. Walk away. <laughs> this is true. We have had a few. Uh, yeah. We've had great ones, but in between, we've sure. had some some who weren't so great. So, mm-hmm. well, what, what games today are you looking at? Uh, you know, Bama's off, so no, no excitement Bama's on campus off. for football. I'm just like the sadist in me is looking forward to the Georgia Tennessee game. Yeah, right. <laughs> because what's that going to be like? Mark and I are going to have so much fun watching the Tennessee fans oh, online during that game. Um, there's some other good games. What are you, what are you looking for? I, yeah, Auburn and Florida, yeah, the big sure. one. Uh, you know, and I, I don't know to this second who I'm going to pick in that game because uh, I've not made a pick on really? our big board yet about it. And uh, This is uh, a Yeah, I, I know Auburn's a favorite, I think, but uh, they're playing in the swamp, so we'll talk about that here in a little while. But okay. that's a big SEC game. The winner is going to be set pretty well. I'm also looking forward to, this sounds weird, but Utah State at LSU. I just need to see LSU play some more. I just want to watch more. Um, I know. And that team, I've got such mixed feelings about them. And uh, the quarterback, who's incredible, but also getting better. Um, We'll just have to see. I I just need to see LSU more. I think we all, I think probably Bama Nation all fears that game and also looks forward to that game. Right. And so I want to see more of them. Yeah, I, I, you know, you tweeted something this week about, uh, you know, the Heisman uh, candidacy. And uh, I know Joe Burrow now is high up on that list. I think two is number one, I believe, although nobody wins a Heisman in September or October, right, so yeah. it doesn't matter a lot right now. But, uh, but you know, we talked last week. I'm not a big Joe Burrow fan. I'm not buying it till he comes in here. And if he does it here at Bryant-Denny, then I yeah, buy it. That'll but, be impressive. Uh, until I see that, uh, I'm not uh, – you know, because, yeah, I don't think their competition is uh, – I don't think we've seen the kind of competition they're going to face here towards the end of the season. And that's what's going to separate the great quarterbacks from the good but not great quarterbacks. So we'll see how Joe Burrow fits in that. I'm just not – I'm not a – I'm not a – you, know, you know I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I think it was after week two <laughs> I said, why not him for the Heisman? Why not? Uh, yeah. And that was early and probably stupid, but <laughs> – No, not stupid. He did I thought, great. I mean, he's, he's doing really well. I – I think the Bama fan in me, the objective journalist in me, wants to you know weigh all the options, watch LSU some more, see what's going on. But the Bama fan in me just just wants it not to be true. I want him not to be as good as I think he is. <laughs> right, right. Um, I don't know if it's hype or not, and that's why I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them play. Well, I, I was thinking it was hype more than anything, and then I watched Bama. You know, Bama against Ole Miss last week. Their defense uh, they yeah. got a, they got nearly 500 yards put up on them by Ole Miss, and so yeah, I'm starting to worry a little about that LSU yeah. game more than I was. I did yeah. not prefer it to say the least. Yes, yes. <laughs> I kept saying, "What is what is happening exactly here? I don't I don't know what this is supposed to be like. You know, it's know. not this is not right." I mean, sure. I think we're all in this mode of, well, we got Tua and we got the offense, we got this fantastic offense, and so we'll uh, as a team, you know, Bama will survive anything with that offense, but uh, you never know when they start playing really, really tough teams. Yeah. And Ole Miss is not in that category right now. Ole Miss did have a good offense and a really good quarterback, and that kid's going to be he's going to have a good college career. I mean, he's he was pretty special, but still, you got to wonder about uh, 
you know, Bama's defense this year a little bit. Great players on it, though. Some of them are just, they're just young. Yeah, yeah it hurts a little. I think um, you and I are certainly of the generation where defense wins championships, and it, it hurts to see us like this. It, it's like being in the upside down, Stranger Things fans. It's, you know, everything is turned around. We've got this really great offense and this defense that's, I wouldn't, I don't know, let's say struggling, but just growing. Let's say growing. Right. Let's be positive about it. <laughs> let's right. say growing. And um, I think that I'm ready for them. Again, I've said it three weeks now to be more confident. I want to see them get out there and, and do their thing. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we all have confidence, I think, in saving regarding the defense that this team will improve, you know, on defense. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But, uh, but hey, Bama's their number one in the country again, you know. They're back, back on where top, they y'all. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know. I'm, I I'm, feel like order has been restored to the universe. <laughs> Isn't that an awful thing to say? But, I mean, I, I tweeted that, too. We're back on top. I feel very comfortable when we're on top. It's like I saw somebody say, you know, Bama fans love boring games. And, yes, I do. Yes, I want right. a boring win. I'll take it. Yeah. Any day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the – I'm comfortable with know, that. <laughs> yeah, as long as we win, you know. And I say we. Here I am. I'm a homer completely at this point. Oh, it's sure. funny because, yeah, we – you know, you have the journalism thing, then you have the homerism thing. And I'm like, well, I'm a proud homer at this point. I oh, want yeah. them to win. And, uh, you know, I was telling our CW Sports Group that uh, – the uh, you know the it's good for the they're very objective in their coverage they are they're really yeah. these you know them uh, James and James and the rest of the group they're they just fantastic. The job. They're fantastic. Uh, but it's good for them when Bama wins because they get to go to not one bowl game but two. <laughs> you know if yep. Bama's in the playoffs and they won the first one so um, you know used to be we just had one bowl. I look at it from a budget standpoint. I go well now we got to <laughs> find it in the budget for them to travel to two bowl games. Uh, yeah, that's stretching the budget a little bit, but we manage it. Uh, well. Look, let's take a short break. We're going to be back with our very special guest. Really, uh, I know uh, we're both looking forward to talking to Marie Fikes Crostro, and we'll have her in the studio here in just a moment. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hey, I'm Paul Feinbaum, my favorite station in the world, 90.7 The Capstone. This is Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 FM with Mark, Andrew, and Meredith. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Skybox on the capstone. Um, today in the studio, we have with us a very special guest I'm so excited about, Marie Fikes Carastro and um, her niece, Kay Reyes. Uh, Marie played in the 1940s on an Alabama team and is the oldest living Alabama team quarterback. Yeah. I am so excited that she's in the studio today. Welcome, Marie. Thank you. And welcome, Kay. Thank you so much. I'm Happy so, to be here. I'm thrilled y'all are here. Uh, Marie, I've learned so much about you and I'm just honored to meet you. This is like, I'm fangirling y'all. I'm not even going to lie. This is very exciting. <laughs> but would you tell us just a little about your time playing? I think a lot of people don't know that Alabama even had a women's team and what that was like? Well, you know, actually on the, if you want to call it the field, I don't remember that much about it. You know, you're just out there playing and having fun. You don't realize you're making history, huh? So, <laughs> so uh, 
how they chose the teams was the, it was by class rank. The hummingbirds was the freshmen and the sophomores. Okay. So for my first two years, 46 and 47, I was a hummingbird. And so then in 48, I was a bumblebee because I'd gone up to the rank of junior. So that's kind of how the teams were designated. So you don't get one classification and carry it through all, all the things. And there was something called the Honey Bowl. That's what it was. That's it was what it called was. the Honey Bowl. Yes, and uh, what happened, this was, I guess, during the era of Frank Thomas mm -hmm. and, and Red Room. Mm -hmm. And so what they did was they re they required, I mean, it was a mandatory thing that the entire football team had to come, and supposedly they were supposed to be cheering us on or whatever. They, they, they had to watch. <laughs> well, I think they called them morale boosters. Morale boosters, <laughs> and right. They, they could not possibly be cheerleaders. They had them seated in together in a certain part of the stadium. They did not make them wear skirts right, right. and pom-poms. <laughs> they were there to cheer them on. I think that's great. And, and these, these players like Harry Gilmer, players like that, Clell Hobson, I know, was Clell Hobson uh, was you, one right? of the yeah. participants. Yes, okay. he was. Yeah, and Clell's the second living oldest quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, Marie's the first. Right? It, it kind of runs in the family. Clell yeah. is really a cousin. Oh, okay. We, we both w went to Tuscaloosa High School. That's so, right. Oh, shout out wonderful. to the home team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when my aunt was a senior, she was on the other end of the gridiron. She was a drum majorette. And then, Cle this is in high school. Yeah. And then Clell was a sophomore, and he was a quarterback. Yep. And this was all for Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa High School. That was Tuscaloosa High School, well, yes. How did this get started, the women's team? You know, I wish there was still a women's team. Mary I mean, and I were right? talking about it a little yes, I, absolutely. I do. It would be so much fun. Uh, and how did that get started? Now, I know during World War II, there was a year that Alabama didn't field a football team, a men's team. Uh, but I was wondering, did that have something to do with it? That, because you began playing after the war, though. This wasn't, it was 46 after the war and through yeah, 48, was, right? But yeah. I would imagine a lot of the people were still probably in the military. Because back then, you know, a lot of these people don't know that there was a draft at that time. All your 18-year-old men were drafted into the service. Right. And uh, as I said, my brother was one of those drafted. And at yeah. that time, it was called the Army. Army Air Corps and right. not the regular I've been U.S. Air Force. You know, this book comes in so, the 40s. I've been uh -huh. looking at a lot of the Army Air Corps. As a matter of fact, it became the Air Force became a separate unit later in late 1947. But uh, the Army Air Corps is where all the yeah Army ran the whole thing. So maybe I'd, I'm not sure. You know, as a, what was I, a 16, 17-year-old girl in 46, because I was born in 29, so I was not really interested in why we're doing all these things. I'm just, you know, I was asked to be on one of the team and play, so you just go out and have fun and do what, whatever you normally do. Well, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, actually, it was conceived by someone I haven't discovered the name who, but by someone on the Alabama Press Club. Okay. Right. And uh, that's where it, uh, but the games were sanctioned by the University of Alabama. The official title was 
the University of Alabama co-ed championship game. That was the official title. And then just like we play for the SEC championship in such and such bowl, sugar bowl, orange bowl, whatever, well, they do the same thing. They played the championship game in Denny Stadium and called it the Honey Bowl. Right. I see. Now, when they asked you to join the team, how much did you know about football? Had you played football? Did you enjoy it? Or were you just learning as you went? Well, you know, you don't go to Alabama with no knowing <laughs> a little bit about football. Yes, ma'am. So. <laughs> right. And, of course, being a, I was a majorette. Um, the, there, there was a male that was the drum major in our high school for the band. So I was a majorette. So I went to all of the uh, high school. Well, I really was a not high school really, majorette, just, too, so I really feel so. I understand that. <laughs> Was. You get to watch a lot of football, you know. We yeah, yeah. But, sure. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Oh, it was fun. It was fun. You know, you always enjoy competition. And, uh, of course, I didn't know this at the time I was playing that, but later on in university during your PE classes, the someone in the phys ed department that, that determined that I had superior motor development. So uh, I, I guess that just right. came along with it, huh? Well, the photos, you know, we have a 1948 Corolla in here with us. Uh, the photos from the Corolla, uh, and, you know, I think Kay and I looked one time through some old Crimson Whites as well. Uh, you all look very athletic out there. I mean, really, this wasn't, you know, a gimmick or anything. No, this was a real football no, team. No, we, we were out there to play to win. Yeah. And I think if you've ever talked to Clell Hobson, Clell yeah. will tell you that, hey, they really decided they would have liked to have had some of us on the <laughs> regular <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw an interview with him where he said that, you know, it would have been nice if some of them could have dressed out with us and <laughs> gotten right. on the field. Right. Um, I love that. What was it like? You know, campus uh, is growing all the time around here. And, um, you know, what was it like on campus here in the 1940s? You know, what was this campus like compared to now and what you see? Well, of course, like I'm telling you, because at the end of World War II, there was not as many men around as there are are at this time. So... uh, uh, we had the, uh, I think the dean of women at that time was Dean Agnes Ellen Harris. Right. And she's the one that put the quietus, if you want to call it, yeah. on the game because <laughs> she thought it was not ladylike. I saw uh, that in the interview and I was going to ask her. We're going to throw did. her under the bus here. Yes, and I wondered why. Now tell me her name again, Agnes. Agnes Ellen Harris. She was the dean of school of home economics at that time and also the dean of women. So she quashed it because it was not ladylike? Is that what that's, you said? Yeah. That's I mean, wow. I, you know, I don't have first-hand knowledge, but that's what I, I understand as to why we right. didn't do it anymore. It's because yeah. the I mean, inherits. I guess context of the times, sure. but uh, even a, a dean of women is, you know, it's sort of the, it's caught back in that time, you know, it's... Uh, deans now are, you know, there's there's the gender situation. I was going to say it's much better now. Than, well, I'm not, I don't mean that. I just mean it's, sure. you know, we progressed, I think, yeah. as a campus uh, beyond just having a dean for women. Uh, and Aunt Toddy, excuse me, weren't the girls disappointed? Well, of course we were. I mean, we were having fun. It was, I mean, we, what, we, we, uh, you had to pay 50 cents to come see us. And at one time out here, we had probably 6,000 people there. So that that was, that's (laughs) fantastic. I'm just, okay, let's put the 6,000 people aside and focus on the 50 cents. Like that. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. What was that equivalent to? Probably. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's a lot I'm going to figure that out. There's a little uh, thing I've been using in this other project on the history of home design magazines. Going back to the 1890s, and I've been using the CPI the calculator mm-hmm. that, that for inflation, and a lot of times, 50 cents would be, I don't know, it's probably about, uh, you're calculating it now, it's probably about it. it's $14, $15 at least, I yeah, would think by now, maybe like 20 I'll get to it before we're done. Uh, yeah. But anyway, they had a program also, which is at the Bryant Museum, a copy of the program, and it was five cents, a nickel to get the program. Yeah. And uh, in the program, they had the telephone numbers of the girls. So if you, <laughs> yeah. they had our weight and our height and so forth and our telephone numbers. You know, numbers. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. saw that. I've seen that program and, and you were quite fit, first of all. Good for you. And secondly, um, I thought about having your phone numbers in there and my first question was well for you know a let's not put our phone number out for the whole world now we don't do that but also i wondered about did everyone have a phone in the room because or how did that work well see i lived at home that's the reason my if you look at my mom number was at home and a lot of the other girls were on campus or in in sororities or dorms or whatnot have you so they had different shared probably communal phones that they all shared i got it i love it well i'm just so glad that um you're here with us and i have to uh also ask do you ever play football anymore (laughs) why not i mean why not i watch it (laughs) you look uh i I know everybody can't see but she's you know fit enough to play football i'm pretty sure she could take me down like right here that's impressive no but i can tell you what she did do my cousin my aunt's daughter was she the first girl to play on the boys baseball team yes little league baseball team in in her league in montgomery yeah so she carried on the tradition oh that's fantastic did you go to her games Oh, well, as my child, I went to every game. Every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just, just calculated that. I was thinking the 1890s, 50 cents. That's the book I've been working on, but the, uh, this other book. But uh, still $6, 50 cents in 1947 be about yeah. $6 today. Not so, yeah, sure. it's, it's well, still, hey, that was an hour's worth of work because back then I worked as a little legal secretary part-time, and that's what I got paid, 50 cents an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? And yeah. hours work. Yeah. Now, what did y'all wear when you played? I've seen pictures, but you didn't, well, you didn't have a lot of padding or anything to protect no, you, really. No, we didn't have any padding. Yeah. It was it was two-hand touch is really what it was, as I recall. But I, I still have, I guess, my red uh, sweats, what uh, you wore for your pants, and then you had a white uh, jer- a jersey. So, Or either the other team would have the red jersey and the white pants. So that's, that's how I we, love that you still have the red sweats. I bet those are super comfy and broken in. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be something good to put in the Bryant Museum exhibition. Yes, That's there, right. We've, we've had, we haven't had Ken Gaddy on the show this year. We will have him on, but uh, we had him on in past years, and uh, we're going to lobby with him for this uh, exhibit over, hey, Ken, are you listening? <laughs> you know, we'll exhibit for uh, the women's team there, but he's, you know, his comments on the uh, Channel 42 thing was great. were great. I mean, Ken's a great supporter, I think, of of everything y'all did, it sounds well, like. Well, you, you have to look back, you know, 
know, and I don't, you historians can tell me all that, but at one time they didn't even let women vote. So, I mean, we're, we're, uh, we're getting there. Yes, yeah. I mean, we can now be in the military and we can do all these kinds of things now that was not available. Well, and women's party. sports on campus is just tremendous, the but you were a part of that mm -hmm. in, in helping right. build what today is a great women's sports program on this campus, you know, and I, I look at it that way. Softball. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so we... We have great programs. Title IX came along in the, what, the early 70s 74. and changed a lot uh, for women. But there, I do think that people forget there were women's sports before that, you know, on campus. And uh, I, I view this as one of them, you know, in terms of football. But, uh, yeah, who says women can't play football? I mean, Not me. She's <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you keep in touch with any of your teammates? Do you? I mean, one that I did have some contact with the one you saw me chasing there in that photo who was Laura Biederman. Now, she was, uh, she married a Smith, Haynes Smith, so she was from Tuscaloosa. But a number of the players on the team throughout the three years had been from Tuscaloosa High School. So that's... Of course they were. They grew up watching Alabama football and they yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it in their blood for sure yeah absolutely uh, and so you know we have uh, and Denny Stadium I'm sure is a lot different than than we see out there now do you, you, do you ever get to go to games now or is it's just so I, hot, I, I, I watch them all on TV but I haven't gone to any lately I don't think we yeah. were at this stadium for well, something earlier, Kay, but did not go in for yeah. the game. I've seen photos of the stadium, well, some of them with your team, but also photos of the stadium from the 40s, and it was a, it was a lot different uh, than that. And so, I think uh, we know. can put things in perspective with uh, they pulled in over 6,000 ticket-paying fans at a time when the stadium a, held... Not that many. <laughs> yeah, maybe 15, <laughs> 20,000, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So we're talking these girls pulled in maybe a third uh, to uh, 40% of the stadium. That's incredible. Well, we're so happy to have you here today. We're going to take a quick break, and you're listening to Skybox on the Capstone 90.7. Hi, I'm Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7, The Capstone. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. We're talking here with... Uh, Marie Fox Carastro and uh, the and uh, Kay Rias and uh, her niece. Great to have you here. We're talking women's football from the 1940s, women's sports from the 40s on to now, and uh, uh, and we're, let's talk a little bit about uh, Bama football right now, Marie. What do you think about this team and Coach Saban? Wow, we're in the great. We're on the top, aren't we, all the time? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, you, you mentioned Frank Thomas and Red Drew. Those are great coaches. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure students today realize how great Bama was in football uh, before, that it didn't begin with uh, Coach Bryan or Coach Saban. Uh, but you had some really outstanding coaches, uh, Wallace Wade, Frank Thomas, Red Drew. 
uh, throughout the history of this program. So let's say something about the football players back then also. So one of the ones that was All-American from Alabama was Johnny Mac Brown. Yep. Now his, his daughter was one of the participants, and I'm not sure which year it was that she was going to play in the Honey Bowl. And supposedly he was supposed to come and watch that game. And oh. uh, something happened and they had to film him or something. So we were all disappointed that oh. we didn't have uh, Johnny Mac Brown, yeah, the famous cowboy, a... come sure. and see And if you're but... just joining us, the Honey Bowl was a competition on the field between the Hummingbirds and the Bumblebees, the um, University of Alabama women's football team. Yeah, so cool. And Johnny Mac Brown had been such a star in the 1926 Rose Bowl team and all that. And I, I, back in that book I did on Bama history, football history, I felt like that I kind of got to know him a little bit. He was an incredible star. Uh, I mean, on the football team, he became a movie star after that. But uh, but he was, uh, yeah, that was pretty does. cool. As one does. I know, I know. As one always That's does. so interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I saw footage of you watching uh, Tua Tua at a game. What do you think about him these days? Well, he's pretty good. He's good. He's good. He's good. I just hope he stays healthy, huh? Yes. yes. Is her is his throwing style anything like yours? His throwing style was it? Is it anything? Passing. Like uh, Passing. Excuse me. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's you fine. know, I don't think they're comparing me. Well, my coach, let's just put it that way. My mentor at that time was Harry Gilmer. Now, you know, Harry Gilmer went on to play uh, national football and was pretty famous, was. too. A, during the time that I was playing, Harry Gilmer had a motel here in it, so he was around to do my, to help me out a little bit. So I uh, always. Give him credit for whatever, <laughs> whatever I could or whatever style. I did. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that I was necessarily all that exceptional or outstanding, but I enjoyed and had fun. Having fun is the most important. Thing. Harry, Harry yeah. Gilmer was Tim Tebow before Tim Tebow was Tim Tebow. Yeah. You know, he had that jump pass that he yeah. did, which was really great. And the great photos of him jumping up yes. really high yes. and, and throwing. Uh, and I guess he did it because he wasn't that tall and he had, but he's a great athlete, and he had to throw the lineman. That's <laughs> you know? what I was picturing. And and I, it was really cool. And uh, were you? Um, I think you were what five five when you were. Yes. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I have a memory. Sometimes you guys write that down. It won't happen again. Huh. But I remember reading that you're about five five, and that's what an inch taller than me. And I, I'd, I'd probably have to jump. Uh, uh, <laughs> and Kay, you mentioned someone compared Marie to Harry Gilmer's uh, style, contemporary, right? Contemporary uh, news articles described her as a quarterback with a. Harry Gilmer passing style. That's that's <laughs> impressive. That's a that real compliment. Impressive. I mean, it is because he's known for. I guess I learned passing. well. Yes. <laughs> you had a good mentor, right? <laughs> now, are there any other? I'm curious, just as a football fan, are there any other teams that that you like to watch, or are you strictly an Alabama gal? Well, you see, my daughter graduated from vet school at Auburn, so you know I have to kind of walk that fence, depending. Sure, you see. sure. And then Auburn my, has a great vet school. Good my husband right? is from Florida State, so I have just got had to, you know, just be very careful all the time. <laughs> but, but we all know where your heart is, yeah, don't we? That's right. And I tell them, you know, it depends upon who has the most to win to represent the state when they play each other. Thank you. Okay. Visits. See, Marie is on my side. I always say I root for Auburn unless they're playing Alabama because I want to both too. Alabama Me teams. Too. Yes, ma'am. And yeah. Kay as well. See, oh, I feel very good right now. I have a majority oh, yeah. in the I studio. I feel terrible. I hate Auburn. So, no. <laughs> 
No, I did. it is a great school. It is a great school. Florida it State is, is, is a great school, but academically, fantastic. And now I can just school. always say, if it's good enough for Marie, it's good enough for me. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> right, right. I need bumper stickers that say that. <laughs> Buttons, pins, paraphernalia. Right. Well, it was very hard to drag my daughter in to where she will actually, you know, I don't think she really <laughs> concedes all the time, but um, at any rate, that's I how I feel. The one that can represent the state and give us the best. That's what I'm for in the end. Yeah, that's really good. That's great. What's well, it's it's good too that uh, you know you're here to, to. I think you know you've you've been around campus. I know you you've uh, still active here. You know on uh, on campus in terms of coming back to talk to folks. But I think students have a lot to learn from you. And I think from uh, from the era that you were here and from the from the games and the history of Alabama football and sports in general. I think it's great for students to do that. I'm not sure we do enough of that, you know, in terms of reminding people the traditions and the legacies that came before them. Um, you know, I was a student here in the 70s and the, the uh, I didn't know that much. I know more now about the 40s than I knew in the 70s. And even though it was a lot closer to <laughs> I the do 40s. Too. But it's like Me just too. through study and looking back, because as a student, you're just kind of not interested in that too much. You're just kind of into your thing, and it's busy in classes, and you're just into the now. And I think it's great to be able to, to well, look at tradition. And speaking of that, now I'm curious, when you were on campus, um, what did y'all do for fun? Like in the evenings, where did you go, or, or, or what? What did you do? Well, let's see. Uh, I guess I was dream girl of Theta Chi. That was kind of nice. Good. Oh, nice. That's that good. Nice. And, uh, you know, I, I think the fraternities had a ball every weekend almost at the, uh, well, I'm not even sure where it was held now, but it, as I say, so I enjoyed dancing, so I would go to a lot of the balls at the fraternities and That's so forth. That's so nice. Now, were you a sorority girl? Or I no? was not a sorority girl. Like I said, I lived at home and went to school from home, so I, I did not. Yeah. I forgot. You did say that. I think now sorority women sometimes live at home or on campus, so that's why I was I was asking. But dancing sounds wonderful. I don't think we do that same kind of thing as much as... But I, I had my... my my big skirt Petticoat? and my, my, yeah, oh, yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. hoop under hoop. all of it. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, I enjoy it. I would love going. to see a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. I would, you know, football by day, hoop skirt by night. Hey, <laughs> hey. That is good. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, also, again, I, I, I wasn't going to be put into this little, you, you're going to categorize me and tell me what I can and I can't do. I wanted to, I wanted to fly. My brother was in the Army I Corps. He, mm. he would write me home in Morse code. Now, wow. I could do Greg Shorthand because I oh, had to head yeah. shorthand. Oh, yeah. I was telling my daughter so, about Greg Shorthand. So I'm saying, day. well, now, this is, this is fun, this uh, Morse code. So why can't I do that? Mm -hmm. Do you think I could do that? No. I mean, there was no... So I wanted to fly. So how am I going to learn to fly? Okay, at that time, Southern Air Transport... Uh, Southern Air, I think, was the airline that came into Tuscaloosa. Right. So I thought, well, now, what can I do to learn to fly? So it comes out that the only thing that I could do to get in an airplane was to be uh, a shortest. 
I don't want to be a stewardess. Who I mean, I, I want to be behind the controls. So what I did then was join Civil Air Patrol, and I don't know where a lot of you know what Civil Air Patrol mm -hmm. is or not, but and way back when, they, I think they even bombed a submarine or something of the sort off, or sunk wow. a submarine yeah. off the coast at one point. So there were a lot of men who were working with cadets and so, therefore, I've joined Civil Air Patrol to learn how to fly. That's cool. I'm glad you explained what it is, because I think Mark and I know, but I think probably a lot of students listening would not know what Civil Air Patrol is. No, they is. wouldn't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really helpful. And, you, you also um, learned to ride a, drive a, ride a motorcycle, not sit on the back, right? Absolutely. And, <laughs> and Toddy, is, uh, we've been informed that she is listed as the fifth woman in the world to fly a jet airplane. Get wow. out. Really? So, oh, wow. talk about burying well, well, the lead. Well, now that, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's kind of kind of, kind of shaded, if you want to call it that, but because my husband was in the Air Force, uh, and he uh, uh, he was an instructor pilot over at Craig Air Force Base in the T-33. Well, the, the, uh, right. the Civil Air Patrol was doing an encampment at Maxwell, and so his boss, his commander, allowed him to come over and fly the cadet, so I happened to be one of the people that got to do that. So I, I did get to fly the airplane, but I was in the back seat. He was in the front <laughs> wow. seat. Wow, how excited. She did over, uh, take I did over have the, the controls. controls. Yes, yes, I did. And, uh, you have to report all of this. Sure. Right. Right. Well, uh, first of all, thank you to your husband for his service very much, and um, to you as well for everything you've done for women in sports at the university and beyond, and we are so blessed to have you here today. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7 The Capstone. Hey, I'm Paul Feinbaum, my favorite station in the world, 90.7 The Capstone. Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. If you're just joining us, we've been in the studio today with our guest, Marie Fikes Castaro, and her niece, Kay Reyes. Marie was um, on the University of Alabama women's football team, and I really hate the women's qualifier, but it's their women's football team in the 1940s and has been regaling us with tales of campus then and just women's sports and everything. I'm so happy to have her here today, but we're going to jump into some football picks right now. Um, Mark, we're starting with Iowa, Michigan. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Har you know, I'm wearing khakis in honor of Harbaugh <laughs> today. Uh, he's the khaki lord of Ann Arbor, I believe, so he's always in khakis, as we know. Uh, he's, You know, Michigan actually did better last week. They actually beat up on somebody like 52 to nothing, even though, uh, you know, they got slaughtered by Wisconsin. We're kind of brutal on this show, Marie and Kay. We, like, we, don't, we, we lose <laughs> markets cute. all over the country by bad-mouthing uh -huh, uh, teams uh -huh. on here. No, it's... it's <laughs> But no, Michigan's got a good program, and I think that uh, 
Uh, I think last week they got back on track, and uh, I'm going to go with Michigan in that yeah, game. Yeah, I'm sticking I like with them the Hawkeyes, too. but I'm no. not wearing my khakis, but still a Harbaugh girl, so I'm going to stick with Michigan as well. Yeah. Even though they're they're, I got mail from University of Michigan yesterday. They're they're now recruiting my daughter, and I say no to that. But you know, Nisbell <laughs> well, is in the studio. With, she's our she timekeeper yeah. and uh, one of the brightest students. <laughs> Hands uh, off here, my kid, so. Michigan. Pause yeah. off. Stay away. Yeah. So she's going to have opportunities all over. Although I know you. Uh, uh, also, just I saw the news accepted Alabama with scholarships, and uh, that's and congrats. Roll tied to that. All right, next up we have Utah State at LSU. I am so hoping Utah State wins this game. But they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, uh, Absolutely. You know, I, I'm, I, it's that thing you and I've talked about about SEC, and you know, I do pull for SEC, but I don't. I, it's hard for me to ever pull for LSU. Uh, but they got a really good team, and Joe Burrow is, you know, like I said earlier in the first segment, he's, I'm not convinced he's uh, all everybody saying, but he is playing really well. Yeah, and you know me. I'm a they, they, the difference in LSU this year and past years is this is the kind of game LSU would wallow around and nearly get beat in and maybe end, at the, end it by a few points at the end. You think? I think this time they're going to blow them out. I think yeah. LSU's this year's team is oh, that sure. good. I agree. You know I'm a Joe Burrow fan so, so far, yep. so yep. I, I'm rolling with L- LSU this time. Um, our next game is TCU at Iowa State. Who you got, Mark? I don't care, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got to go with somebody, sure. and I'm going to go with TCU because I think they got a pretty good team. Really? Are they not the horned frogs? They are the I, horned yeah, frogs. I cannot get behind anything that's a horned frog. No, so I'm, I'm sure going to go with uh, Iowa State uh, here. Although I do think Iowa State. I mean, I I remember the Iowa Iowa State game. I I feel like. I don't know. I'm just leaning toward Iowa State on this one. Yeah, well, they're home, and, you know, Iowa State's yeah. got a decent program. So, um, you know, I think uh, we'll see what happens on that. That home team advantage for sure. Yep, yep. What's up next? Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Yep. I am sticking with Oklahoma State just from what I've seen so far from them. And um, i got to be honest, I don't know a lot about Texas Tech. but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I think Texas Tech, you know, they lost the poster guy. The, the What was his name? Uh, the great-looking – the, the coach, he's not there anymore. I remember everybody was swooning over him with the post. Like, I'm sad that I don't know who this is. I can't no, remember. As yeah. soon as we're done, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to look that up. up. I can't even remember his name. Uh, but no, no. I think uh, Oklahoma State, though, uh, and Gundy and that program, they're having a pretty good year, and I think they win this game. Uh, we'll see. A really big one, and maybe uh, love to get Marie and Kate away yeah. in on this one. Uh, Auburn at Florida. This is probably the uh, biggest SEC game in the uh, one of the biggest games in the I'm country this week. Going with Auburn. Going with Auburn. All yes, right. Ma'am. What about you, Marie? Let's go with Auburn. I'm telling. See, All these right. are my people. I have found go. my people. They are <laughs> finally here with me. <laughs> the people that pick Auburn. I'm picking Auburn, not just because I would anyway, probably, but they are just. I mean, I'm. They came to play. They're for real. I think. I, I think yeah. I finally decided they're they're for real. Well, you, you know, we were, was it last week we were talking about we haven't really bad-mouthed uh, Gus this time. You know, the <laughs> Gus bus, no. the wheels coming off. And the wheels we are on that, that bus pretty well this year. And Auburn's <laughs> got a really good football team. And I'm going with Auburn, too. This was a tough pick for me. Cause, I guess. You, you know, know they're I, only, think, I think they're only favored by three. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand that at all. I've really, I've, I'm going to just call it now. I feel like it's going to be a blowout. I really, really? Do. I do. Oh, wow. That's pretty I fearless. So. We'll all see. Right, all right, that's we'll my see. fearless thing for the Blow day. Out in the swamp <laughs> with Auburn. All right, we'll see. Texas at West Virginia. Um, I'm going with Texas Longhorns. Who y'all got? 
Um, I'm also going with Texas. I, yeah, I don't, they're not even at home, but I still feel like they're going to just. Yeah. The only thing I, I say this, you know, West Virginia has the nicest thing at the end of their games when they win at home. They play Country Roads, you know, the, the John Denver. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a nice song. I love, I and it's John really Denver. nice. The, and the players uh, go up to the stand, you know, they meet the fans and they play that music. This and way. And it's John amazing. Denver actually appeared in that stadium to sing it himself one time in the 70s. Uh, it was really f- cool. But it's a great tradition away. in college football. I love that. So, But I don't think they'll be playing at this time because I think Texas is going to win the game. So, yeah. We'll see. Uh, next is Illinois at Minnesota. Uh, you know, I like the way they talk, so I'm going with Minnesota again. <laughs> I was born in Illinois Where by accident. Uh huh. And uh, I'm going to go there's, with Illinois. There's a there's whole a story, story there. there. Mark and Arlie, we're going to have to talk about this. We later. need another show for that. <laughs> by accident. Uh, well, you I'm, know, at least you were born in America and not like Canada by accident or some other country, but you know. Uh-huh. Actually, Southern Illinois seceded from the Union. Oh. And uh, yeah. Carbondale, Illinois was one of the towns that seceded. I did not know that. We are learning so much today. Wow. So actually, I was born below the Mason-Dixon line. (laughs) Okay. That that makes me That is history I never knew. I have a Mason-Dixon line story that I'll tell another time when we have more time. Wonderful. I want to hear it. I'm going to go with Minnesota and, uh, you know, the the George the, the fighting George Browns. George Brown yes. used to be a co-host of this show, and he's head of uh, recreation at the uh, University of Minnesota and uh, assistant uh, uh, vice, pro, vice provost, I believe. So anyway, he George, this is for you, my week. friend. Yes, George. Uh, okay. George. This is another one I will not be watching, but Baylor at Kansas State. Oh, oh, Mark, this one's weird. I, I think, I think I'm gonna go with Kansas State on this one. Baylor just cannot seem to quite get it together for me, um, so far. I'm yep. going with Baylor, but I really kind of think Kansas State's gonna win. All right. <laughs> All right. Do you have a Baylor allegiance, or are you just no? Oh, okay. No, no. All right. Well, I'm going with Kansas State because they're at home, and Baylor actually is fairly good this year, not great. Uh, Kansas State, though, I think is pretty tough at home, and I'm going to go with them. Uh, Air Force at Navy. You know what? I'm going to go with ball. Air Force for my military people <laughs> over here that are in the city. <laughs> also, a uh, little known fact, I'll just share two seconds worth. Uh, Marie, I also wanted to be a pilot. Um, when I was in about eighth grade. Could have been because I saw Top Gun that year. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. But I also wanted to do that, and I wasn't able to for uh, medical reasons. But um, I think that's just the coolest thing. So I'm going to go with Air Force. Uh, I always have a hard time with these all-military games, though, you know. Mark, what about you? I'm going with Navy. You know, Ooh. Navy has aviators, too. <laughs> you know, Navy Navy has uh, mm-hmm. their own uh, Air Force, so to speak. It's not the Air Force, but it's the uh, uh, Naval pilots. Uh, but I'm going Navy. I just think at home they're going to be really tough. Uh, the midshipmen, you know, I think they're mm-hmm. going to. I think they're going to be uh, really good. And I'm going with Navy. And Navy has a really good running, rushing football team. And I think they're going to just wear down Air Force. Uh, these are two good teams. Yeah, though. They, they are, are good teams. It's fun to see those uniforms too. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Next we got Northwestern at Nebraska. Oh, I have so many things to say about Scott Frost and my Nebraska people, but I'm definitely going to pick Nebraska on this one. I'm going with uh, Northwestern. I think Nebraska's like not purple? good at football. <laughs> I think uh, I think they're uh, they got blown out, and uh, I'm actually going with Northwestern. Although you know Nebraska, I don't know what the line is on this game, but Nebraska's probably. Uh, 
favorite a little bit. Um, but yeah. Nebraska, no, they got blown out by Ohio State, so that's not Ohio State has a great football team. So. Yeah, they do. But I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Northwestern in this game because I think they're just. Uh, I don't know. I just got a feeling Nebraska, they're gonna win it. You I know, think, Nebraska is not a great football team, but I do think they're better than Northwestern right. right now, do I think, especially at Nebraska. I oh. probably should go with that. But, uh, <laughs> That'll be I'm, your fearless. One of your I'm kind of down on their program <laughs> right now in the hype. Hey, we got to take a short break. We're gonna be right back to uh, finish our uh, game picks. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to The Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to The Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone, and we're in the studio today with Marie Fikes Castaro and Kay Reyes. Marie played football for the University of Alabama women's team in the 1940s. We are in the middle of our picks, and we are picking up with Arizona at Colorado, and I will pick Colorado. Marie, what about you? I'm taking Colorado. Why? Do you have a good reason? <laughs> well, as I said, just because the Air Force Academy's there. There we go. Yeah, You're right. You're right. right. Colorado Springs, yeah. I'm going Colorado, too, because they're home, So, uh, and I like the state of Colorado, so there we go. That's as good a reason as any. And I'm going Colorado because I associated a little bit more with football than I do Arizona. All right. All right, we got a you know we got a big one in the SEC, Georgia at Tennessee, or it used to be a big one. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I, right I actually wrote on the board Georgia, LOL, because <laughs> I mean Tennessee would never. Can you imagine a world in which Tennessee wins this ball game? No, they're just. Georgia's so good, and Tennessee is so not good this year yeah. that I can't imagine that would be something. So Georgia all the way for me. Georgia. 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 Yeah, Georgia for me. I don't think it's going to be close, and uh, the Vols got some problems there uh, they might eventually get out of. Uh, Michigan State at Ohio State. This is a big game oh. in Big Ten, but, or used to be. I'm not sure about this yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Ohio State in a blowout. Here's another blowout I'm going to call for Ohio sure. Ohio State, but it is a rivalry. It is. And mm-hmm. my father used to say that you never could be sure. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take Ohio because we lived in Ohio, and he taught it the Miami of Ohio. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, My daughter was born in Ohio, so Ohio. I've got a she good friend whose daughter went to by Miami, accident, Ohio. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another story <laughs> that we'll have to talk about at some point. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Ohio State because they just got they're really good at football this year. This is a good football team, maybe the mm-hmm. best one they've had, you know, yeah. in a long time, and I think they're going to. Uh, blow them out, but as Kay said, I you know you never know in a rivalry game, but I believe that uh, you know, and and this is a big game normally in the Big Ten, but I think Ohio State wins it. Uh, Vandy at Ole Miss. This is the kind of game that uh, Andrew would be going to oh, taking sure. the skybox plane. You know? <laughs> this is a, he loves going to the games that don't matter in the SEC. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, understand. Although that. you know, good programs normally, you know, Vandy's. Um, uh, they're better than they used to be, I guess. Ole Miss having a down year, but uh, still a good program. Who you got? Ole Miss is having a down year, and I have said it from the beginning. I'm not, I'm not liking them this year at all, but I'm picking them against Vanderbilt. You know, as much as I'd love for Vandy to win this game, I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going with Ole Miss. Ooh, I'm going to have to go against you this time. Ooh. We're going to go with Ole Miss. <laughs> all right, there we go. 
Yeah, I'm going Ole Miss. They showed some real offense against Bama last week. Uh, they got blown out, but their offense played really well and hung in there and kept fighting. And I think at home they'll they'll win this game. I circled Ole Miss. There okay. we go. All right. Next up, California at Oregon. This should be interesting. Um, I don't know what yeah. time this game is. That's what I was struggling to remember. Uh, seven, Mark, seven o'clock. So it's seven. a night mm-hmm. game. Mark, who you got? I'm going with Oregon, the Ducks at home. Cal, Cal's got a good team. Cal's, you know, um, they can win this game. This is a big game for the Pac-12. But uh, uh, the Ducks are playing pretty well, and I'm going with them at home. That state, that auction, auction, whatever they call the stadium, is a really yeah, tough yeah. place to go play, it and is. I think they win. I said I visited there earlier this year, and I'm definitely sticking with Oregon. I, I said, Marie and Kay were not here for that, but I said their fans are a little bit rabid and crazy, just like Alabama fans. So yep. we don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I, I put Oregon because um, I remember a couple of years ago or so, it was Roll Ducks Roll. Mm-hmm. I remember so. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, next up we got Pittsburgh at Duke. I'm sticking with Duke. Love that campus. Duke. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful campus. Yeah. Um, and it's at home, and I'm a big home home field person, so yeah. Duke for me. Yeah. Uh, who you going with, Marie? Oh, I'm Duke, absolutely. There we go. Duke. I'm going Duke, and hey, Duke's got a Bama connection with Wallace Wade. Y'all know that. It's Wallace Wade Field, or, you know, I think uh, That's right. they got that Bama connection, and Duke's a pretty good football team. Uh, Oregon State at UCLA. Oh, UCLA all the way. I just love UCLA's campus but also their teams I they're gonna take down Oregon State no yeah. trouble I don't think you know I picked UCLA last week they lost but they should have won that game yeah. they were away yeah. at uh, Arizona I think they uh, and they're starting to come they had a really tough beginning to the season uh, but I think I'm we're seeing some signs of them coming back under Chip Kelly and uh, at home uh, I think they win this game it's actually home their home is the Rose Bowl Stadium uh, but I agree. It's one of the most beautiful, best college campuses in the country. And Westwood mm-hmm. is such a great college. I it wish is. I had. Well, I love Bama. Let's. let's <laughs> you better be I, careful. Every time oh, I met mean, up, it would have been such it. fun. I almost said that. Yeah, you know, uh, but it would have been such fun. And I have a daughter living in Santa Monica now, so I, I love it out there. And UCLA is a beautiful campus. It is. I was there place. taking my daughter to see UCLA. That's why we were there. And, yep. and it, she she noted that it's a lot like Alabama and its its vastness. You know, it's a very large campus. It so is. It's, it's trees, lots of trees like we have. Anyway, yeah. um, next up we got Washington at Stanford. I'm looking forward to this game. Mark, what do you think? Well, I'm, I'm you know, Washington, I, I, you know, I talk about it every week. I love Washington. I love their stadium, but it's not being played in their stadium. Their stadium's right on the water. It's yep. beautiful. People come up in boats. Halftime, they go back out of the stadium, into the boats. It's really jealous. cool. It's a, great, it's a great campus, great stadium. But they're playing at Stanford, which is also, you know, Palo Alto's, the Stanford's a uh, outstanding program, and I'm going with a home. I'm going with Washington with the Huskies. I was about to say I'm going with the home team, but Washington is better than Stanford. Just yep. on a neutral field, they would be, but I believe they'll win this game too. Who have y'all got? I circled Stanford again. I kind of just went down in circles. <laughs> sort uh, of. Yeah. Uh, so who are you taking? I'm taking Washington for a lot of the same reasons, uh, Mark. Did and I I have to note though. Can you imagine if Bryant Denny Stadium were on the water? Everybody oh, would be man. in the water. You know, forget <laughs> boats. We would all be just cooling <laughs> off in the water. Say, especially <laughs> now. Right what about yeah. what about you, Marie? All right, you convince me. I'll go Washington. <laughs> it, go with Washington. And now I have to go there and see a game. If I've, Mark talks about how beautiful Thanks. it is all the time. Yeah. Um, next up, we have San Diego State at Colorado State. Yeah. Um, 
I am, this is, I'm going to go with SDSU on this. They're traditionally the better yeah. team, and I think they're going to stick to that this week. I'm doing that, too. I think San Diego State's a, you know, the better team. They're tough in games like this. Colorado State's not quite. Uh, Colorado State came back uh, as a program a few years ago, but it seems like they're not. Uh, they're going. They're slipping a little bit. And uh, San Diego State's tough uh, any year, yeah. so I'm going with them. Well, I, I'll, I'll join the group then. How about that? <laughs> All, right. All, right. Thank you. All right. That's good. I, uh, I, I've got a San Diego I always think about because one, one of the guys I, I love talking about, Scott Carpenter, who was a Mercury astronaut, and I interviewed him. How does his wonderful home in Vail, Colorado? Um, he's no longer living now, but it was – I remember spending a day with him out there, and we were talking, talking about laughing how he was stationed at this naval station near San Diego, and I think every time I hear San Diego, I think about it. You think but, about him. But uh, he, uh, he, was, he got the call to be, that he was being chosen to be an astronaut and to report – back uh, and uh, I think he was gonna can't remember, I think he's flying to Washington and for the announcement but anyway the uh, his uh, commanding officer on the ship wouldn't let him off the ship and he said uh, and he, he had to literally call uh, NASA NASA had to call uh, the naval I don't know who they called to get him off the ship because the officer wouldn't let him off the ship oh my goodness. and uh, it was pretty funny and he said something like uh, he said, what do you really think you're going to do? And Scott Carpenter said he told him, you know, I'm going to go around the world three times in a, in a capsule. And, and, the, and the commanding officer said an expletive, which I will say, and didn't believe it. And uh, anyway, I think about Scott Carpenter on that ship and the commander having to be ordered by the Navy to allow him off, off the, ship. the ship to go become an astronaut. And, uh, for Isn't America. that interesting? Isn't that crazy? Anyway, what, what that's, ifs, all, that's right? A, that's what if a, history were different, yeah, right? Yeah, that's totally <laughs> off subject. But uh, every time I think of San Diego, I'm glad you censored yourself with that expletive. Yes, I did. I, I do thought, believe yeah. when you first asked me to do this show, my first question was, now what words can I not say on the radio? Right, right. <laughs> Which isn't a great sign, but I have done really well so far. I want points for not messing up yet. <laughs> I know, I know. We, uh, it's, it's difficult sometimes when we get into this. And, mm-hmm. uh, it is. I, I, but. I'm like, Marie, you can't put me into a box. Right? <laughs> don't, don't. I'm, seriously, Marie, I want to have buttons. Don't put me in a box. I love that. You know, that's such a great yeah. way to live your life. It really is. Yeah. Well, it's been uh, it's been great to have Marie and Kay on the show with us, and uh, you know it's talking about uh, the 1940s, which I think is just I'm just I'm not just saying because you're here, but I'm fascinated with the 40s. As I said, I'm working on this project about the 40s. I'm working on two things: one 1890s, one about the 40s. Uh, but the uh, uh, it's a fascinating year for me. The clothes, everything is oh, interesting to me. Oh. You know, the fashion, the whole thing. I used to have some 40s shoes, and I still lament that they finally died. I wore them out. But I love the clothes from the 40s and the 50s. If I could go back, and that's what I would do. I would, yeah. I would wear that all the time. I'm sure it wasn't as comfortable as yeah. we are now. <laughs> but it seemed like but there was still. like a formality yes. then. People showed up dressed up. Is that true? I mean, it's Oh, a, I know. didn't get to tell you. When you went to an Alabama football game back then, you went in a suit, yeah. and you had your stockings, which had a seam up the back, which mm-hmm. uh, they don't have anymore, thank goodness, because you always wanted to be sure that seam was, was straight. And yeah. you had on your medium heels, and you— had your 
chrysanthemum mum. That was one of the, if you went to a ball game, you always got a beautiful chrysanthemum with a letter A inside of it. So, hey, that's, yes, that's we were dressed wonderful. up. I mean, I mean isn't that wonderful? I mean, it's, it's incredible. It is, unless it's a thousand degrees, which I'm sure it was then, too. I'm sure it was hot, and I'm sure that was difficult, just as it is today. But it does sound fun. I love the yeah. mums. Maybe I'll wear a mum some random day, you know, yeah, just to that's great. That's fantastic. Just it would be nice to bring that custom. <laughs> it would be. It, it would be. be. Yeah. Right. Well, we're going to um, say uh, goodbye to Marie and Kay. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. It was Enjoyed fun. it. It's been a fun show, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on 90.7 The Capstone in the Skybox. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll tide.